All right, and welcome back to the show. Sports Breakfast here on 91.3 Sport FM in the run before we do send you over for the Marsh One Day Cup uh, between Western Australia and Tasmania. Uh, Wayne, it's time we speak to one of our favourites here on Sports Breakfast. Trainer of Amelia's Jewel, Simon Miller, has picked up the phone and is speaking to us now ahead of what is set to be Exciting time in the racing world. The Magic Williams is fast approaching. Uh, Magic Millions, I should say, is fast approaching in Pinjarra on Saturday. And Simon Miller is with us this morning. Hello, Simon. Morning, Ethan. Morning, Wayne. Hope you're well. We are. Um, sure, it's exciting times for you. We've got the two-year-old classic coming up, Simon. And you've got a few few horses in, in that one. We have uh, Golden uh, Vale and uh, Marty Gale. Can you talk to us about those horses? Uh, she's a really good filly, Golden Vale. She's two for two. Um, heading, oh, she's improved from her first up run. Uh, she takes the right form lines into this race. With an ounce of luck in running from that little tricky draw, um, she'll be awfully hard to hold out. Maddie Girl, uh, she needed a gate and unfortunately drew 18 of 18, so we'll just have to go back with her and just see if she can use that nice turn of foot and, and run into it late. Um, but She'll be giving the stable mate a head start, which is probably a little difficult for her, but she's a female-owned horse. So these bonuses up for grabs. First female horse home gets 50k. So uh, we'll try and... I mean, we'll, we'll be out there to win, but also we'll be mindful of that. Do you see either of these two horses, Simon, uh, going on to the uh, Karakata Plate after Saturday? Uh, definitely Golden Vale. She's she's high class. The other the other one, Maddie Gill. I'll just read her as we go along. Whether she needs the break remains to be seen. But because uh, she's doing all this off one prep, whereas um, Golden Vale had a bit of a break after her first up win, so she's been trained for this. So one will definitely go on. The other one will just watch. Simon, these, these events, these Magic Millions. How important is it to the industry for, and and you as a trainer? Yeah, it's great, Wayne. Like it's good for um, you know promotion of the game, and, and also gives owners confidence that you can buy the right horses and get them into these races as well. So, uh, and also like even with Golden Vale, like Coolmore own half of her, you know. So there's the navy blue for the first time um, that they've raced in Perth, and, and they're famous colours. So. That'll get free publicity for Perth Racing and Magic Millions alone come Saturday. So it's an important time of year and, and, it, and also gets the race day itself gets owners fired up and ready for the sales, which is a week later. And, and in these, are there more syndicates than we're seeing now that suddenly people getting involved and, oh, well, we've got all these bonuses we can get? Does it encourage people to get together? Yeah, it does, absolutely. Uh, and even, uh, like, I bought a couple of horses the other day and, there are numerous amount of emails that pop up um, inquiring about them and just wanting little shares. So uh, more and more people are sort of dipping their toes in and starting off small, and then if they like it, they probably get a bigger share down down the track. But, um, yeah, there's a lot more syndicates out there now, though. No and, and people can just get on your website and don't get on the one that's Simon Miller, the, the handbags and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> which is there. <laughs> Um, I, I got confused today. I thought, geez, he's gone into something different. Um, but people can get I'm in. Very, Wayne, I'm very versatile. <laughs> people can get in, and, and you've got shares in in lots of horses, and that at some yeah. Well, you've got the the sales next. Well, next uh, the end of the month, haven't we? Up in yeah, um, spot on. the valley. Yep, next Thursday, Friday, they're on. So um, we'll be active there, and 
people can just keep an eye out on the website. It's a tricky one. Ours go pretty quick, but um, we're always trying to buy to, to get new customers or clients into the game as well who are into the stable. So uh, it's, it's always good fun. Sales time's um, exciting, you know. It's like you're going to the AFL draft and seeing what you can do for your team for the, you know, to set them up for the future. So if you recruit well, um, it's a results-based industry, then you get repeat business. We're speaking to Simon Miller here on 91.3 Sport FM's Sports Breakfast. Uh, Simon, we know that in Perth we've uh, suffered a recent heatwave and it caused a bit of havoc amongst the racing community. You had to pull out uh, some of your horses in last Saturday's meeting in Bunbury. One of those horses was Live to Tell. Uh, where will we see uh, Live, to, uh, Live to Tell head next? Well, uh, so she'll race Saturday week in a ratings race. Um, it should be just a kill there for her. And then we'll start to prepare her. She's uh, got a slot in the quokka. So um, we'll just give her a traditional lead-up into the quokka. But she's a high-class filly um, who'll make her presence felt in the quokka. And it, she was doing everything Amelia Jewel was doing when they were two. Uh, and I thought, oh, here we go again. But I didn't publicly come out and say that because I didn't want to put pressure on her. And also mm-hmm. Amelia's... A, Amelia's jewel had already gone and conquered, you know, and this one still had to climb the mountain. So, but yeah, she's very good. Simon, how's the weather affected you? I mean, you you, you pull this horse out on Saturday. How does it change your, your your approach? You know, does it throw the program out? I mean, I see she trialled yesterday. Um, how does it affect you as a trainer? This this sort of these weather and cancellations. You've got to just be mindful. Of you. You've got to watch your horse and make sure you keep your electrolytes up and then you just got to you change your work on the fly depending on how they're coping. Mm-hmm. You can see if they're dealing with it or not. Um, I must admit, um, ours have been really good. So I've, um, they've bounced out of it out of every little bit of work we've done and eaten up overnight. Your feed bin's the greatest telltale sign. But I scratched all my runners Saturday because I just thought it was a ludicrous decision to, to transfer the meeting from Ascot to Bunbury because um, Bunbury was three degrees cooler when you got to sit the horses on a on a truck for two and a half hours at forty degrees mm, mm. with no with no hydration and then expect them to run and then turn around and bring them home. So that I pulled all mine out purely because of that, um, and then naturally lived the tail had the trial uh, Tuesday. So I may have left the listed race on the table, but she's that good; she'll pick up another one down the track. So. Um, but uh, no, things are, things are good. Our horses are doing a good job, and they've got to do another. They've got to get ready again. As you've seen by the weather, it's going to launch um, forty degree days again. So, mm, mm. Uh, yeah, it makes tra- it makes training interesting. Certainly does So Simon, we've spoken about the Magic Millions two-year-old classic But I want to ask you about the Magic Millions three-year-old play You've got three runners in that Elite One, Salt Lake Shake and Shooting Spirit Are you able to talk to us about those horses and their chances? Elite One, uh, he's probably been a bit disappointing since his first ever win But I've figured him out, he needs clear room Um, Drew White will be an advantage to him Where he can come down the outside Which he enjoys So He'd be a rough chance. If the track's playing fair, he, he gets a good look at him. Uh, shooting spirit's going really well. Drawing a gate, blinkers go on. He's worked Tuesday with Sharp. And Salt Lake Shake, uh, he was in the perfect race last Saturday. And naturally we pulled out. So now he goes to this race. Just can he get the 1,200 at this point in time is probably a little query. If he does, he'll be right there. Um, I've got three nice chances, but all different, all different chances. 
Um, nothing at uh, Belmont today, I think. You've, you've said, what, wow. about, what about Petula, uh, that, that, the win just recently of that, that horse? Um, and it was, a, yeah, it was super, a great. Yeah, super win. So she'll go Saturday. And then I don't know where we end up with her. Like she's, a, she's already a stakes winner, but she's still low in the ratings. So I'll just pick off a few ratings races and then we'll try and map out a listed race program for her, maybe during the winter when um, Belmont kicks off. There's some nice... Um, handicap listed races for her, but um, she's a progressive horse that you just don't know where she ends up. Like she, there's a nice race in her over the summer carnival, but I mean that's still um, ten months down the track. How's our favourite Amelia's Jewel going in her preparations for the Quokka Simon? Yeah, she's good. She arrived back at the stables yesterday, Ethan, and um, went around the track this morning. Was awfully bright. Um, my staff member put her away this morning. She double barreled him. Which wasn't ideal, so he copped a little he copped a little wall wound to the shin. Um, of all places, where there's no no meat. Um, so, but uh, he's good, and, and and she's good as well. So um, she starts to build up. She's got plenty of condition on her. So I'll strip that off her in the next five weeks before she gets to the trials, and then she'll go run the cup, and then into the quaker. Now, Simon, I've heard on good authority that you are. A- massive Geelong fan and can't let you go without asking about Geelong they didn't make the finals last season but have you got hope that they'll make finals yet again this season oh I thought our list was old uh, and I thought maybe we're on the downhill slide but then I spoke to someone yesterday and they said that Scott told him and I suppose when I got told this I was like yeah that makes a lot of sense but he never had a full list last year where what and what I mean by that is every position you know, Hawkins was out, or Mitch Duncan was out. You know, just every... If you run through the whole spine of the, the footy oval, he was missing players all the time from different positions. So maybe maybe that might give us hope if we can keep them all sound and on the paddock. But, yeah, we did win a premiership with an old list, and now, you know, we'll probably pay the price for it. But who knows? There's smarter people out there than, than either can reinvent the wheel. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do. But there's some good clubs out there at the moment, so we'll see how we go. It, 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 Coaches sound like uh, horse trainers selling hope to the owners all the time. So, that's <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then we look at each other sometimes. So I've had a funny chat to a film before. And I said, from my point of view, when I go to the races and I've got a dollar thirty, dollar forty favourite and they get beat, you've got that two minutes of walking back to the manning yard on your own and you're like, well, what have I done here? And um, they have a little chuckle of themselves and they get rolled sometimes and they're like, well, what have we done? So, there's no doubt we're thrill seekers. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you wouldn't do the job. Good um, on you. Yeah, good on you, Simon. Really appreciate your time here on Sports Breakfast. I uh, hope you have a great day and uh, all the best for the upcoming weekend. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Ethan and uh, Wayne. It was good to, good to put a name to a face the other day, even though it was at a doggy pub. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was delightful. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Simon. Have a good day.